futures and options on futures may involve substantial risk and may not be suitable for all investors. Thank you for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura, a show where Laura Taylor, a futures trading industry rock star and one of RJO Futures top analysts, takes your futures trading questions and answers them on air. Nervous about trading futures? Or do you just want to know more? Got questions? Email her for your chance to have your questions answered on air. Laura will put your mind at ease. So sit back, relax, and learn the ABCs of trading futures with Laura. Good morning, good afternoon, or, or good evening, depending on what time zone you're in. Uh, this is uh, the Trading Futures with Laura. I'm Laura Taylor. I'm a senior market analyst at uh, RJO Futures in Chicago. And I've been putting out these podcasts as a form of uh, education to those who've never traded futures before, or even if you have, maybe you'll learn a few things. Um, I'm here to answer your questions and concerns. Uh, so please always feel free to give me a call at 888-861-1584 or email me at ltaylor at rjofutures.com. Um, I can tell you this, so many things have changed in the 40 years I've been in this business. Uh, a new accounting application was actually an eight and a half by 14 piece of paper with a carbon, if you know what carbon paper is, carbon stuck between two pieces so that one the customer got a copy and the firm kept the other one. And the only information you had to fill in on that was your name, the date, and, and how much of a commission rate you agreed to pay. Um, as a matter of fact, one quick story, as I always have a story, I was sitting at the reception desk and a new client walks in with a small suitcase he filled with cash and uh, he wanted to open an account. He signed his name, he, we told him what rate we were going to charge him, he handed over the cash and we were able to open the account. Um, since then, uh, increased regulation and stricter rules and, and few lawyers got involved and now we require a new client to meet certain qualifications and, and all of them are valid and, and necessary. Um, the customers have to have a minimum of uh, annual income. Uh, they have to have a, a certain level of net worth and a certain amount of that has to be liquid. Um, you must attest that you're familiar with the risks of trading, what margin requirements are, uh, et cetera. Um, and that's why I'm here, to make sure that you understand uh, the risks of trading and uh, what it takes to open an account. Um, the first step is uh, they want people want to know uh, what it takes to the next step to open a futures account uh, and what are exactly our margins, you know, first, first of all, as mentioned in the last podcast, that your investment should be 100% risk capital. Um, and uh, the initial deposit to open a futures account it, it varies. Uh, simply put, uh, the amount you need to invest should be determined by one, the markets you want to trade, and their style of trading. Uh, let's talk your style of trading. First of all, if you're a day trader and you buy and sell in the same, uh, uh, the same session, uh, then, you know, you don't have a position you're holding overnight. Then you are charged day trade margins, uh, and you can open up with, uh, 
smaller funds. Uh, but if you're holding a, a, a short-term position, in, which would be from anywhere from three to three weeks or longer, um, then you will need full margin and you should open an account uh, valued uh, with the value that meets with the margin requirements. Um, generally speaking, I talk about um, the amount that you would need, you should do at least do 200% of the margins that are required for the account because not all trades are winners. And, you know, as much as I would like to say, you know, that you're going to hit a, a home run right out of the ballpark the first time you're up, uh, I'd be lying. But you want to make sure that you take small losses. And by the time you got to the third or fourth trade, that one may be the one that uh, it runs for you and you make money on it. You just want to make sure you're, uh, you can stay in the game as long as possible. So having said all that, I'll tell you a little bit uh, what margins are. Um, first of all, the uh, exchanges set the margin rates. The brokers and, and the firms do not. Uh, they... Um, Calculate the futures margin rates using a program called SPAN, uh, S-P-A-N. Uh, I don't want, may think I was saying SPAM, S-P-A-M. Um, this program measures many figures uh, to arrive at a final number for initial and maintenance margin in each futures market. Uh, the biggest factor in setting margins is the volatility in each futures market or how stable or, or unstable it might be. Uh, the exchanges adjust their margin settings based on market conditions. So if your margin is something today, uh, you need to be uh, informed by your broker or go to or go online and see if the margins on the contract you wish to trade or are trading uh, change because that may change the structure of your account or the money that you'll need. Um you know, once you know the markets you want to trade and the style of trader you are, then you can determine the funds that would adequately, adequately, excuse me, adequately support both. Um, just an example of uh, a margin calculation. Um, suppose the initial margin is five percent of the full value of the market you want to trade, the contract you want to trade. Uh, the, let's say you are looking to trade wheat futures. Um, the full value of that contract is 32500 Now, how did I come to that is current price of wheat may be $6.50 a contract. You're controlling 5,000 bushels of wheat. That's, uh, that comes to, uh, that equates to the 32,500. So you may only have to post $1,700 in margin, which is 5% of the contract value. That percentage could go up again, what I told you before, based on market volatility and what the exchange feels is appropriate. Um, you know, since the margin is only a small portion of the total, uh, futures contract value, um, there's a great deal of leverage in futures trading that you don't get in the stock market. Uh, to talk a little bit about margin calls. Now, uh, you know, if you're in a position and, and it goes against you and you're not, uh, getting out of that trade, you insist you want to hold that trade as long as you possibly can. Uh, but your money is, is not, uh, uh, adequate to hold the position, then you're going to generate a margin call. Uh, the margins calls are triggered when the value of an account drops below 
the maintenance level. So uh, we have an initial margin, which is that 5% that I talked about. There were $1,700 on the wheat. And then the exchange gives you a little bit of wiggle room and they'll say, okay, you need $1,700 to put that position on when you, uh, $1,700 when you put the position on. And then uh, if you fall below maintenance margins, which is a couple hundred dollars less, about $1,500, then you're gonna generate a margin call. The only way you can get off of a margin call is to bring up the balance above initial margin once again when you did put the position on originally. So um, you have to be very uh, vigilant and, uh, you, and pay attention to that number because the uh, firm that you clear your business through is going to come to you and ask you, would you, do you want to add money to your account or you have to exit the position because you cannot carry it, uh, carry a position that is not adequately adequately funded. Um, so, the, like I said before, if you know two hundred percent of the margin, uh, I believe is the rule of thumb. If you are trading uh, a position uh, that uh, requires ten thousand dollars and you're going to hold it overnight, uh, you should at least have twenty thousand dollars in the account. If you're a day trader. Uh, you can uh, have 50% margins uh, as long as you don't carry it overnight and you're out by the close of that session. Uh, but uh, we here at RJO Futures feel that a $10,000 minimum is uh, probably the best for a day trader, even if you're trading something that uh, has a f uh, smaller margin. I'm sure that this is a lot to absorb. I'm, I hope I've explained it uh, at least a little bit uh, so that you understand it better. Uh, you may have additional questions on other markets that you're looking to trade, what those margins might be, uh, what uh, my suggestion would be to open an account to trade those. Uh, so please give me a call uh, for updated margin requirement list. I will, I'll email that to you if you like. So just send me your email address and I'll make sure you have the current margins on all the markets, markets uh, or I'll, I can answer questions uh, not, uh, not touched upon today. Again, uh, thank you for your time uh, and best wishes and good trading. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Trading Futures with Laura, and we'll catch you in the next episode.